0: McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try
1: the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards.
2: Hey guys, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit. I'm your host, Jared Lasky, and I want to encourage you to draw near to Jesus, and He will draw near to you. I'd like to encourage you guys to check out the podcast description and connect with us. Reach out to us. uh, Connect with my friend Pamela Christian, who is my special guest today, who's been on the program, and every time she's on, she offers some deep, profound, prophetic insight pam is an award-winning author speaker and media host Uh, she's an ordained minister and she holds an honorary doctorate of divinity Uh, she's a member of the bethel leaders network and she's got the podcast faith to live by let me tell you what about this podcast i mean it will keep you up to date about what is taking place in the news but also what the holy spirit is speaking now prophetically And that's why Pamela has been a repeat guest on Adventures in the Spirit. Pamela, welcome to the podcast.
3: Oh, Jared, thank you so much. I always love being with you and your audience.
2: Well, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. Pamela, you and I were talking the other day, just about, you know, here we are, we're in 2022. And uh, again, I'm kind of just jumping in now. (laughs) Okay, we're just jumping into this. So you and I were on the phone the other day talking about 2022. There have been prophetic words. There's political things. There are things that are taking place that that some people we want to know what's going on uh, we may not have a complete understanding or insight but or the full context of things but you you're gifted in being able to gather stuff together to see a bigger picture so for this year of 2022 and beyond what is taking place right now? What is it that you think that the body of Christ needs to hear? Uh, because it looks like things are going on, not just here in the U.S., but Russia, Ukraine. There's political drama. Um, there's cover-ups. There's conspiracy. There's there's stuff, man. And here we are, the body of Christ shining a light. What has the Holy Spirit spoken to you to to let us know?
3: Oh, thank you. And that's what we all want. We want to be helped by the Holy Spirit, especially In the days we're living i think to base uh, to best answer your question i need to go back to the end of 2019 i was seeking the lord then about the new year which i think most of us do lord what's going to happen in this upcoming year how do you want me to focus on things etc and in the fall of 2019 the lord made it very clear he was about to expose all manner of evil and corruption And at the same time he was telling me that through my personal prayer time, he was also assuring me that it would be so that he could administer his justice. And when he does administer his justice, the whole world of righteous people would rejoice knowing it's accurate. So as we entered 2020, which was the first of a three-year period that I now understand that the Lord has been working in, when we entered 2020 and not too long into 2020, we had COVID-19 and all that it ensued especially in the beginning with the fear and the lockdowns and the mandates and all that we encountered. And most of us were knee jerk reacting to what we were told to do because we trusted our government. We trusted the medical society. We we trusted the people who are representing, supposedly representing our best interests. As 2020 continued and more and more came to the light and more and more lies and deception became evident moving into 2021 with much more of the same, and with people now being adversely impacted by these mandates, uh, with suicide rates increasing, with younger people cutting, with the depression and the despondency, um, drug and alcohol abuse, not to mention the real-life losses of family and friends uh, due to mismanagement uh, of of medical treatments, uh, due to the financial losses, we you know, there was a lot of losses suffered that way. The children in our schools have really suffered. I mean, it went on and on in 2021. And all along, I still had that comfort of what the Lord told me in the fall of 2019. He is exposing the corruption, the sinister, the evil, the wickedness, so that number one, his church, his people are awakened to the truth. Number two, people who will repent will see the need to repent, and they indeed will. And number three, those who won't repent We'll be seeing the swift arm of justice administered by our Lord God. We are in one of the most exciting times that there's ever been on earth and one of the most terrible times that there's ever been on earth. I don't believe we're in the great tribulation. I believe we're at a a beginning of it, a precursor of it. But I want to encourage the listeners that no matter how chaotic things look, God is still on the throne and he is still in charge and everything he does is for the good of his people.
2: Amen. You mentioned 2020 and the three-year span. Now, I'll be honest, this is a new concept to me and I got it from you. I think I was on your website and, and I was reading a, a blog article about this, this three-year cycle. Now, I know other people have different insights, but can you describe this? What is this three-year period here that we're experiencing now?
3: First, let me share that I am not one who holds the office of a prophet. I do speak prophetically, which is what the Apostle Paul wants all of God's people to be able to do. And anyone who spends time with God in prayer and seeking his heart and to know what he wants us to hear, anyone who genuinely seeks the Lord will get from the Lord and be able to speak prophetically, okay? I, not having the office of a prophet, I like listening to what those who do hold offices of the prophet actually say. If I held the office of a prophet, I would not want to listen to others so that I would know that. What I'm getting from the Lord is being given, is accurately given without any bias or input from anybody else, okay? That's important that I make that distinction. So I do listen to what other prophets say because I don't have the office of a prophet. But what happens for me and what can happen for all my brothers and sisters is that when we spend time with the Lord and we listen for him and he gives us some wisdom and insight, then we listen to those who do hold offices, the office of the prophet, we get confirmation. We get affirmation that what we heard is accurate. So I have had that consistently since the fall of 2019, certainly before, but my concentration because of my podcast and because of the increase of my work in ministry, I've wanted to know more and to be able to to be a bigger mouthpiece, so to speak. I saw the year 2020 as the first year where people were going to be made to be awakened, and it was the year of shock. It was the year of disbelief. It was the year of as i said knee-jerk reacting the second year 2021 was the year where god continued to expose evil and wickedness but people were now saying wait a minute this doesn't add up this is not an isolated event this is worldwide if this is happening worldwide it's got to be more than just my particular government there's got to be a spiritual component behind it and indeed there is we are actually in the battle of good and evil Here in our world today, like never before, one of the prophets had said, I believe it was Kat Kerr. Yes. She said we should celebrate because this has been a time that God has planned for all of history. And we have finally entered into what is now known as the kingdom age, not that the millennial age, but the kingdom age where God's will on earth is done as it is in heaven more and more. And we're seeing that. So 2020 was the first year of exposure. 2021 was the year of more complete exposure, not entirely, but a lot more. And for people to begin to wake up and say, wait, this doesn't add up. I want to know the truth. What is really going on here? So 2021 became the year of not only awakening, but investigation, investigation. To know what is right, what is wrong, what is truth, and what is a lie. Now the year 2022, with more people awakened, God can and is administering his justice. And those of us who have sought the truth will rejoice because we will see that what God is doing is righting the wrongs and restoring his church. uh, Allowing us to be the power, the Holy Spirit power that restrains evil and pushes back evil. And we have ahead of us some terrible days as God's judgment ensues, but we have some glorious days ahead of us as the righteousness will be restored to ruling and reigning with Christ.
0: Right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the great commission, promising them the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. With the Holy Spirit as your teacher, Jared Lasky developed a new Bible study journaling system that is sure to equip you in your adventure with God. The Spirit-Empowered Journal offers life-changing steps that will enhance your biblical studies. This journal will not only help you know how God spoke in the Scripture, but also what He is speaking to you now. This is an incredible approach to Bible study, empowering your spiritual journey. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit and understanding of the Scriptures will increase as you use the Spirit-empowered journal. Buy your paperback copy on Amazon.com or FirebornMinistries.com.
2: Well, <clears throat> I love that. so the unfortunate thing is here I am a veteran. so I see things differently, yeah. okay when thing, when things kicked off and the unfortunate thing is is I've been censored off of YouTube for like 48 hours for free speech in the United States of America. whoa, yeah. I'm a combat veteran and the, the uh, what I've seen against, Free speech, the Bill of Rights, all these things. Uh, now that stuff is not canon, okay? But that was that was freedom. I mean, th- America is free, right? But but what has been taking place and uh, things? I mean, it's I never thought I would see the day. And I don't want to be a pessimist, but personally, I don't recognize America, right? And that's a personal thing that I'm working through. I don't recognize it, okay? Like, and this is a country that you know, I deployed for, I, uh, you know, all that. I never thought I'd be censored and I never thought that I would have a program like this interviewing Pamela Christian, knowing this could be, this could be edited. This could be censored. This could be taken off of, uh, you know, in the United States of America. I, I am an optimist in that I love the Holy Spirit. I believe in revival. I believe in awakening, you know, but I know that, spiritually speaking, we, we wrestle against principalities and powers. However, I've had a job in the Marine Corps as a contractor as things to do things, okay, as a warrior, okay, for the country that I love. You know, my family, my friends, and all that. But never thought I'd see the day where so many people are, you know, and here I'm trying to, you know, speak vaguely because, hey, this could be, this could be censored. No. Why? (laughs) No. You know, as a youth pastor, I saw it, you know, years ago where, you know, the schools, education systems are pushing these agendas and these kids are coming out talking about censoring this opinion, that opinion. I was like, no way. Do you understand what you're saying? But now here it is and it's out there. But but I know God is exposing the truth. So I'm an optimist in, in knowing that God is exposing the truth and there are things being exposed now you know, the same people peddling the, the cure are the ones who made the problem, you know, made the crisis. You know, here it is. What was it? 15 days to slow the spread. We're in year three. You know, globalism has been a thing since the Tower of Babel, even before. We know, spiritually speaking, the devil, the serpent, and the Garden of Eden, his, uh, his thing was to control the world and take away dominion. And then the Tower of Babel and all that. So this has been a battle since time immemorial the beginning you know but what besides the exposure what what else is going on right now that that christians can look forward to and and have a hope for because i mean you said it there are things taking place that i mean some places are waking up now and it's amazing you know i'm on twitter you know and they kicked a lot of people off there a while ago but with joe rogan's podcast thank god okay even though he's, I may not see eye to eye with him on much, but man, he has wake, w- woken up so many people. So what are you seeing?
3: Well, first, my heart goes out to our military men and women who have fought for our country from time beginning of the America. I recently had Alex Newman as a guest on my podcast, who is very well-versed. He's an international journalist. so uh, His credentials go on and on. But as I was doing my research, wanting to bring to my audience how to discern the current events from a biblical perspective and how to know how we are to respond as Christians, I kept running up against the United Nations. Now, I was already already aware of Klaus Schwab and his global reset and him and his minions, I will call these people who are cooperating with the devil, uh, who are really honestly working and have been for decades and decades for a one world order. I was already aware of Klaus Schwab, but I wasn't as aware of how advanced a one-world-order effort had become through the United, United Nations. So you were talking about students who come from our public school systems preaching a different gospel about America. Well, of course, that has to do with critical race theory in part. But I learned from Alex Newman that the United Nations is already set up capable of being the government of the world. And what they have done is infiltrate, not only in America, but especially in America, because any free country, especially a republic, which we are in America, and a Christian country, that is the biggest threat to those who desire a one-world government. Now, I call these people self-appointed elite. They are people who don't believe in God. And yet, saying that they don't believe in God, they find the biggest threat are Christians and America and other countries like it that are found on individual rights and freedoms. That's pretty curious in and of itself. What we have is an infiltration from within, which John F. Kennedy spoke about. He talked about the secret societies and how he wanted to expose them and what happened to him. He was Hmm. assassinated. This has been centuries in the making. You can go back to the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and see exactly what has happened. And this is something I've strived to do, not only to educate myself, but to Give us hope and understanding. To us, it seemed like all of a sudden we woke up to this corruption and evil. But it's been going on. It's been building and building and continuing and progressing for decades upon decades. I would even say hundreds of years in such a way that the church was unaware. But now the enemy of God and the people who are, some of them are outright worshiping Satan. Others just are going along with it thinking that they're getting the benefits of this allegiance. But now they are doing things out in the open. And what I'm seeing and what I'm hoping to help people also see is that because of God's intervention, because of God's exposing, because God is all powerful, he will not be overcome. We are now starting to see the enemy implode. They are starting to fight among one another. We are going to be seeing more and more re- resignations. We're going to see see more and more accurate legal representations and lawsuits coming forth. We're going to be seeing a lot of things. Roe v. Wade being overturned is one thing that's been prophesied. There's so many things that are uh, for the advancement of righteousness and the advancement of what we have known as America, that America will be saved in the words of Dutch Sheets. America shall be saved. And I want to have your listeners be encouraged that if we will open our eyes and look outside of this lame stream media who only censors and only tells lies, that's a mockingbird media, if we will look beyond that to other trusted sources like the Heritage Foundation, like your podcast, like my podcast, if we will look to other sources to discover truth, we will find it and we will find our faith and our resolve to stand
2: firm. Amen. I love that. So here's a question. I think it's still relevant to this conversation. You know, the term the Great Reset, that became vocabulary and terminology in the prophetic community, okay? But look at the root, you know what I mean? Like like the Great Reset, I don't know, why Why do we tend to take from the world a, a comment like the Great Reset and then we apply it to a prophetic vocabulary, you know what I mean? When when the Great Reset is, is what we're talking about, globalism, it's been around since the tower of babel the great reset is this total what what kicked off i mean a couple years ago what kicked off like it was almost like all of a sudden this switch turned on and anything and everything to me it felt like like i'll i'll be honest the first week week and a half i was like yeah we'll just chill out okay we're we're not going to have to just let the hospitals get everything they need all the ppe you you know next thing i know i was like wait i feel this sinisterness right and i was like no, something else is, and then I realized, oh, I know what it is, what's coming, okay, <laughs> I think everybody listening can know what I'm implying what was coming now I'm not saying that America is all about America, you know, but it is about the hearts and minds of the world, right? But America had a big part to play, which is why they did what they did, and they they pulled no punches and they just went for it, and it was just in your face everywhere, and as a veteran, I recognized it brainwashing i recognize propaganda i recognize this is an agenda i recognize and spiritually i recognize the spiritual roots and i was like you know what we're gonna live our lives and not live in fear so that's my family's been doing what we've always been doing you know and we just and and sure people would be like why are you doing this why are you traveling like hey it's none of your business it's my family (laughs) you know oh and by the way every decision I make is nobody's business unless I allow you to understand, unless you're my friend, I'll talk to you, you know, and walking into businesses, they'll ask a question. They'll do, you know, scan your head, none of your business, (laughs) you know, that was one of the things America stood for. But back to the great reset. I I think it's, I, I think sometimes the prophetic community grabs something that's worldly because the great reset is, is what shifted, what, what they're trying to do. But, I could see some prophetic types use that terminology and talk about what God's going to do. But what is your insight about that? What is your opinion on this?
3: Well, first off, The Great Reset is actually a title of a book by Klaus Schwab, who is part mm. of the, he's the head of the World Economic Forum. Yep. He has been recently in the news bragging about the heads of nations that he has under his authority who will work with him for this global reset set to create this one world order. What I have heard and I said it early on in my podcast, I've been podcasting since July of 2020, is that while the enemy of God is seeking a global reset, God is letting it all unfold so that he can have a global setup.
2: <sighs> Say that again. Yeah. yeah. Say that again.
3: While the enemy is doing all he can for a global reset, God is sitting back, actually laughing at their efforts, and watching for the perfect point when he will uh, operate a global setup.
2: Wow. I love that. That's awesome. You know, prophetically speaking, what do you see that's coming? I mean, okay, um, I would love to do a special where I get some prophetic types.
1: Yeah.
2: Where, And I know, I know I've know, i talked to you about this before. It's just difficult to like pin everybody down and then my family's coming and going and traveling and, you know, doing awesome stuff for, for Jesus and you're doing awesome stuff for Jesus. But like, I know there's some prophetic voices talking about the next nine years or eight years, you know, twenty thirty, about what... What is taking place where these agendas are trying to fundamentally change everything, Mm -hmm. everything in order to advance their money. And I mean, look, just look at prices right now. Look at empty shelves. Look at all that stuff. I believe God is going to break through. I believe that God's people are his saints and we're empowered by his spirit. And everywhere we go, we bring his presence. But we still have to stand up for truth relativism is out i mean you know they, they, they've been trying to push relativism for years even when i was a kid in school but even then i was like no, i still knew the holy spirit or knew of him you know and, and experienced him as a kid and just knowing know, oh, you know the, the spirit of truth it's, it's all about jesus jesus is the way the truth and the life but what can christians start doing now what do you think christians need to start doing now
3: Well, I love what you talked about with respect to relativism, because what the enemy has tried to do with all of his deception has actually backfired. We've been able to see through the deception enough, thanks to the Holy Spirit, that we are now intentionally seeking truth. Mm -hmm. And what I want people to understand is truth is an ongoing process. It's a lifelong process. As long as we live in this fallen world, We're going to be subjected to deceptions and lies that could influence us. So we need to continually and intentionally examine what we believe and why we believe it, or we could be deceived and not know it, because it's the nature of deception that the victim is unaware. So this great awakening that God has allowed is so that his ecclesia, which is a wonderful term for the church that we need to get in touch with again, ecclesia is a group or a body of people who are set aside to govern. The church, God's church, the ecclesia, and and by the way, when Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock I will build, build my church, it wasn't the word church. It was the word ecclesia. So Jesus always intended his church to be a governing, influential body on the entire earth and what we now call the seven mountains of society. And I believe the reason that we're in the mess we're in is because Christians bought the whole lie of the separation of church and state. So we became more and more disenfranchised and disengaged in what's actually going on in the public sphere, taking our schools as a primary example. With the critical race theory being taught today, the the essence of critical race theory, which I just learned from my guest, Jonathan Butcher from the Heritage Foundation, is actually racism. The whole thrust of the critical race theory is to cause divide and racism. So we need to search for the truth. We need to not accept things at face value. We need to understand that the enemy is the father of all lies, and he's very good at it. But with the Holy Spirit, we can discover and live in life-giving truth and enjoy all the blessings and benefits truth provides. You talked about some prophets. I want to make some distinctions. There are prophets that I've seen and listened to who speak of doom and gloom. They talk about how bad things are going to come. And there may be truth to that. But a genuine prophet does not leave God's people in despair. A true prophet gives God's way of escape. They, A true prophet always knows God's blessings and, and path to stay close to him and to avoid. You see, when God gives prophecy of adverse things that's going to happen it's not so that we will run and hide it's so we will be forearmed and forewarned and we can choose which side we're going to be on take up our arms and fight the good fight and see the victory
2: yeah so awesome i mean i've never been really this blunt on my podcast before okay about but but it's it's something ugh, just as as a christian lover of jesus as a veteran i've been seeing these things and and just praying And still being positive, still prophesying over people, still showing people God's love. And what I appreciate is that you and I are able to dialogue about this back and forth. But right now, there's a push to not have healthy conversation, healthy debate. Basically, if, and and, and we're divided, okay, basically we're split and on purpose, split into two camps. and see that politically, see that medically, see that, and so many different, like, and it's, it's on purpose, but it's driving this huge wedge between people. Now, for me, because of life experience, because of being healed and going through what I've been through, I might see things differently, okay, and try to be a bridge for everybody and show them the love of Jesus and just say, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, what's the most important thing is Jesus and your family, but we need to be able to dialogue again, okay? There, it'd be great to see these doctors who have opinions and credentials be able to sit down again instead of just one voice being the only voice and everybody else is cut out. Now, and I'm speaking because I've been censored off of YouTube for an incredible... And it was, it was my interview with Dr. Michael Hutchings who God uses to bring healing to PTSD. And I know exactly what it was that the bot, the bot heard me say, because I said something and there are keywords that bots pick up on. Then boom, banned for like 24 hours or 48 hours. And then I won this little, what I sent up a couple uh, contests. I contested it twice or something. They reopen it, but still it's like, okay, now I know my content. I want it everywhere. I want it on YouTube. I want it on Facebook. I want it on rumble. I want it everywhere. Uh, so that it, it preaches the gospel and shows people the truth. But why? I don't know why. Why is it so bad for us to dialogue again? Why is it so bad for us to have differences of opinion? Why does it have to be either or? You know, like you're either on the left or you're either on the right. You know, what about those on the, you know, every in other directions? And it's just been, you know, it's refreshing to talk again. It's- Absolutely.
3: And without the ability to have dialogue, without the ability to have honest debate, all we have is control, censorship, and tyranny. And that's exactly what the enemy of God wants. Uh, And I speak a lot in terms of the enemy of God working through people, because I don't believe it's right and left. I believe it's good and evil. I think that's exactly what we're dealing with um, and have been all along. We have some rhinos (laughs) in the Republican Party. We have some people that are awakening up from the Democratic Party who want the truth. And, you know, here's here's a, a point that I stumbled on, and it was the Holy Spirit guiding me. But... My first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. And I wrote that book, never wanting to be an author, by the way, but I wrote the book because I learned through an article by ABC News how deceived people are. And it broke my heart, and it made me angry. So the next time I was speaking, I asked people in in the audience, I said, who in this room wants to live your life on the basis of a lie? No one raised their hand. Zero. And that's a very revealing question. With no one raising their hand, it means universally everybody agrees or or prefers lies over, I mean, prefers truth over lies. If we prefer truth over lies, then we universally realize that truth is good and lies are bad. If we universally realize that, then it means we universally have an innate moral compass. Now, that is a launching place to begin dialogue. And what I like to do, and Jared, you're really good at this, is to ask questions, genuine, compassionate questions. Um, I might say to somebody, are you satisfied with your life today? And if they say no, then I can explore it. And I can say, you know, maybe the reason you're not satisfied with your life is because we are meant to be satisfied with life. Maybe there is this more you, you are thinking exists. So just by addressing our human, common, felt needs, we can come alongside anyone and have a genuine, loving conversation that is not judgmental, that really explores truth.
2: Amen. Amen. So, so good. Um, I'd like people to know that I'm in a totally different location and my kids are coming up the stairs. So if they walk in, don't worry about it, everybody. I love podcasting because you know I, I'll, I'll podcast in person or even remotely or whatever. but you know as you and I were talking before I, I started recording, you know it's not like the radio world, the radio world's everything you know so for me, hey guys, if you hear background noises, I apologize. <laughs> if the lighting isn't good, hey thanks for joining. okay, we love you guys. But Pamela, um, I love this conversation. What do you see is next for us 2022 and beyond? What what does God have in store for us?
3: This is a time where God's people need to, number one, seek him. Number two, work very hard at finding our common ground and promoting that together. That's the kind of unity that we need to create now. We need to strive for. Uh, We have doctrinal differences, but let's lay that aside because the things that we agree with, Jesus, the (laughs) victory of the cross, uh, the Bible being the inerrant word of God, the things we can agree on must be what we unify and stand on. And if we do just that much, we will see not only the victory in our midst as we look out upon the events of the world, but we will experience the joy, the satisfaction, the comfort, the faith, which is lack of fear, uh, in ways that we haven't in, the, in current years, pre- uh, very recent years.
2: Amen. Amen. Pamela, can you pray for our listeners, our viewers, you know, um, that their eyes be opened to the truth and that they draw near to their first love, Jesus. And, you know, I'm taking a step of faith, lead people to Jesus. If someone listening into this doesn't have a relationship with Jesus, can you direct them into salvation? Mm -hmm.
3: Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are omnipresent. You are with us at all times, no matter where we are. I thank you that you are three in one. You're God the Father, God the Son, who came to this earth in the person of Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit, who raised that very same Jesus from the dead, to allow anyone who desires to have a right relationship with you through faith in Jesus. Now, Lord, I know a lot of people have a problem that Christians say, Jesus is the only way for anybody to be united with God the Father or to enter heaven. But we are not saying that. We are repeating what Jesus himself said. He said, I am the way and the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through me. So if you are one who's been avoiding this Jesus, who hasn't been certain of this Jesus, who hasn't been able to embrace this Jesus, I simply ask you to explore, do more research, be open-minded. Don't be close-minded. You want the truth. We've already established everybody wants the truth. And the enemy of God does exist. Just as God exists, there is an enemy of God who exists, and you have to agree that he does. Evil is evidence of the existence of Satan, the enemy of God. So if good and evil both exist, you are put in a position of choosing whom you will serve. Will you choose God in life, or will you serve and choose Satan And death. It is our choice. You know, it's not God's will that anyone should perish, but that everyone come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And God gave us free will so that when we do give our allegiance to God, it is pure. It is not robotic, it is not pre programmed. It is genuinely given to God. And in that kind of a genuine relationship, this is where we see the victory in Christ Jesus. This is where we walk with confidence and joy and a peace that passes all understanding. I'm one to testify to that. I lived the first 30 years of my life in the world. I only wanted Jesus as my insurance policy to keep me from hell, but that's not how it works. Jesus offers to be our savior from hell and our Lord in this life on earth. So I ask you, give it a chance. If you have not been able to embrace Jesus the way you've heard about him today or the way you might've heard about him through honest, Devoted Christians, I ask you, give it a chance. You want the truth. Now search for it, because your entire eternal life depends on it. Jesus died for you. There's no other expression of love or commitment to you than that extreme. So, Lord, I thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak to people today and to bring some part of truth, and I pray that they indeed, these people listening, will search for more and that they will... Find you and give their entire life to you and experience this inexplicable joy and victory that both Jared and I have been talking about. Amen.
2: What is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information?
3: My main website is Pamela Christian Ministries, plural, Pamela Christian Ministries.com. Everything is accessible from there um, including being able to get a hold of me by email. And I really want people to contact me. I don't know what it is with people. They like to just listen and lurk, but not, you know, contact me. And, and I want exchange. I don't want just one way conversations where it's being broadcast or podcast. I really want interactions. So I encourage people contact me through my contact page on my website.
2: Awesome. Pam, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit. Uh, for those listening or those viewing, there is a link to her resources available for you right here on Adventures in the Spirit. Please check out her, her podcast, Faith to Live By. It's on the Charisma Podcast Network, same as Adventures in the Spirit. Subscribe to both and share it everywhere. And I want you guys to understand that from this podcast interview with my friend Pam, God's justice is coming. So look up, draw near to your first love in Jesus name.
3: Amen.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that Adventures in the Spirit encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. Subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. For over 10 years, Grammarly
1: has been powered by AI technology that you trust and rely on by helping you across all the places where you write the most. With one click, you can easily brainstorm, rewrite, and reply quickly with suggestions based on your context and goals. Accelerate productivity for you and your teams. More than 30 million people rely on Grammarly to help them with their writing today. Applying to new jobs? With Grammarly by your side, you can apply to your dream job with confidence by tailoring your cover letter and revising your resume in seconds. A big presentation coming up? Let Grammarly create a personalized outline to get you organized so you can transform your ideas into a compelling presentation. For your next vacation, it can help you create a whole itinerary. Grammarly is here to assist you at every step of your writing so you can show up with confidence. You'll be amazed at what you can do. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download for free. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast.